0: Thank you for tuning in to Jason DeMars Live. Every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, I teach on various biblical topics. Get in contact with me at jasondemars.com. Let me know what topics you would like me to cover in future videos. I have free books and tracks available for you to order and shipping is free as well. Make sure to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified when I post a new video. Good morning everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you. And just as I mentioned in the opening video, we have a number of videos or uh, uh, a lot of videos available at our website. If you go, there's our archive there. Um, There's also uh, books, that you can order there that are completely free the shipping is also free so we're gonna continue on our topic God is one today and uh, trust everyone's doing well at the end we'll uh, do prayer requests so if you have any prayer requests please make them known in the comments section uh, you can you can uh, I'll be watching that. And so we'll be praying for those requests when they come in, and uh, send your greetings as well. When if you're if you're if you're watching now, um, all right. With that said, we're gonna get going on our t- topic. Uh, the last time I finished, and I read uh, a section from Trinitarian scholar and Christian apologists. Alistair McGrath and let's see let's read that again I think it bears worth repeating it's regarding the words uh, person in the understanding of the Trinity which is uh, they believe that there are three persons in one essence and so looking at this let's let's look look at what he says the word "person" has changed its meaning since the third century, when it began to be used in connection with the threefoldness of God—Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When we talk about God as a person, we naturally think of God as being one person, with a different uh, with a different meaning. The word "person," uh, excuse me, we naturally think of God as being one person, but theologians such as Tertullian. Writing in the 3rd century used the word person with a different meaning. The word person originally derives from the Latin word persona, meaning an actor's face mask, and by extension, the role which he takes in a play. By stating that there were three persons, but only one God, Tertullian was asserting that all three major roles in the great drama of human redemption are played by the one and the same God. The three, uh, each each of these roles may reveal God in a somewhat different way, but it is the same God in every case. So when we talk about God as one person, we mean one person in the modern sense of the word. And when we talk about God as three persons, we mean three persons in the ancient sense of the word. Confusing these two senses of the word person inevitably leads to the idea that God is actually a committee, and that would be the idea, that would be presenting the idea of three persons. So if you're looking at God as three persons in the sense of a committee, that that is, that is polytheism. That's three gods. The Bible doesn't teach that. But what, what Alistair McGrath is saying is that modern Trinitarians have entirely misunderstood the doctrine of the trinity and made it into a committee uh and especially in you look in reformed theology and and some of those things they look at god as eternally existing as three separate and distinct persons in a relationship of mutual love and so forth and they take that and they look at that and they make that into i'll just say it's polytheism it's not belief in one god it's false doctrine and so that's what we're arguing against that it's it is not scriptural at all and so we have to go by scripture paul says but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you let him be accursed God sends his word through chosen men. He doesn't change his mind about that. The church changed changed its mind, began to work as a corporation or a human entity instead of following the Spirit of God. We want to change our minds and align our thinking with the thinking of the Holy Spirit, not God changing his mind to align himself with us. And this is really the basic premise of the Reformation, right? The Reformation tells us that every accepted doctrine of the church can and should be questioned by the Bible. If the Bible itself does not teach a certain uh, doctrine, then that doctrine should be rejected and we should follow the scriptures. A uh, few people have sent in their greetings so far. Um, Sister Mai, God bless you. Brother Aaron, good morning. God bless you. We'll see you tonight. Um, so number one, when we're looking at this, we want to see. And I and I know I'm repeating, but I, I, I in order to get to where I'm going, I need to repeat what I spoke about the other day. So, um, all right. So the. We want to see the basic understanding of who God is. When we understand the basics, then we can see the more complex portions of Scripture. And third, we want to combat the lies given by denominational teachers and theologians. All right. Now, Brother Branham gave us the framework for us to understand the Godhead. And this is is the basic framework that I can bring it out in. Uh, God is one. He's not... Three different, distinct persons. God is one, and he has revealed himself through three different major attributes of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But he's also not one like your finger is one. He's unfolding his being. First, just prior to creation, the Logos went out of God. Brother Branham describes that as a light begins to form, and a part of God goes out of god in order to become the body the theophany that god reveals himself to his creation through all right next is jesus is not his own father contrary to the oneness approach to this jesus is not the second person of a trinity he is the person of god All that God is, he poured into Christ. All that Christ is, he poured into the church. Jesus was the beginning of the creation of God. When did he begin? In the womb of a virgin. The Holy Spirit and the Father are not two different spirits or persons, but the Father himself is the Holy Spirit. A few more joined us. Sister Jay and Brother Danny, shalom and God bless you. All right, now let's go from the scriptures. Uh, Sister Chantel, God bless you also. Deuteronomy 6.4, this is our starting point. This is the confession of Israel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. This this word one is not one as in a committee. It is one as in the literal number one a unity the number one in hebrew is echad. that's this word elohim is used here hero israel yahweh our elohim is one yahweh elohim is a plural form for god that denotes his majesty not multiple deities or a pantheon of deities it signifies Majesty. Mark twelve, twenty nine. And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is Hear O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So here we have the Old Testament testifying, God is one, the New Testament testifying, God is one. Jesus reaffirming the Jewish belief. That God is a simple unity. He is one. That's the essential truth of all scriptures. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't unfold himself. He absolutely does. He, had, he unfolds himself into his family. But, with that being said, God himself is a simple unity. He is spirit. Hence, we see in scriptures thousands and thousands of verses that use the singular personal pronoun in connection with god isaiah 44 24, this is important thus saith the lord thy redeemer and he that formed thee from the womb i am the lord that maketh all things that stretcheth forth the heavens alone that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself so god creates alone and by himself one person does all the creating so using looking at this verse, simple grammar tells us that the trinity of three distinct persons is false. If God is three persons, then you would have to say they, there, and them, and you could never say that he created alone. He, singular personal, personal pronoun, created everything alone and by himself. So how do we get then the scripture that says God created all things by Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is the Word. God created everything by His spoken Word. He didn't create it through a second, or th- second person and a third person. He Himself spoke the Word and it created everything. Three persons is three gods. And three gods is po- uh, polytheism. The main creed you see in Christianity is that we have one God eternally existing in three persons. Well, that's false teaching. that's false doctrine, that's completely heresy. There's one God who is one person. So look at look at this uh, you can't you can't go. You know, we, we spoke about it before, looking at the development, historical development of the Trinity. It was, it's indisputable that the Trinity was developed over a period of time and the church arrived to its statement of faith, at the final statement of faith at, after the Council of Constantinople in 381. So the 4th century, now you have the the bishop of constantinople they said the holy spirit was the third person and that there was three persons that were that are all god just like the same as peter james and john peter james and john are all humans and father son and holy spirit are all god so there are there's one god with three separate persons Peter, James, and John are three persons who are one human. No, they're not one human. Peter, James, and John are three humans. So if Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all separate, separately God, it's three gods. Well, you say the creed says this, throw the creed in the trash can. We don't need the creed. Well, that's the history of the church. You say you're so, so much smarter than the church. I don't say I'm smarter than anyone. I don't say I'm better than anyone. I say the scripture is our absolute and final authority. And when the creed contradicts the scripture, we throw the creed in the trash can and we go back to the Bible. Jesus never taught there's three persons in one God. Peter, James, and John never taught that God is three different persons. The apostles didn't teach it. Jesus didn't teach it. The New Testament doesn't use the terminology three persons, trinity, homoousia. It uses none of these terminologies for God. So then we we can understand then we don't, our salvation isn't based upon whether we believe in three persons, the terminology trinity Trinity was added by the church hundreds of years after Jesus. So Jesus himself never used the word Trinity. Is Jesus not even saved? Peter, Paul, all the different ones, they never used the term Trinity. Are they not saved? Is salvation not come until 120 years after Jesus when Tertullian first used the word Trinity in connection with God? absolutely not it is a non-essential terminology three persons is a non-essential terminology you say the church determined the church determined that mary was the mother of god the church church determined that there should be a pope the church determined many things that we as christians completely dismiss today so why would you refuse to examine this Trinity of Persons doctrine that was clearly developed along with the understanding that Mary is the Mother of God, that bishops should become popes? It's all nonsense. Forget about it. We need the simplicity of the Bible and the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Amen. John 17, verse 3. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God. So this is Jesus.